Should you bring your contractor in early as part of the team, or should you wait till the drawings are complete and then go out and get three competitive bids? Hi, I'm Chris Novelli with N3 Architecture, and one of the conversations that I have on every project with my clients is the involvement of the general contractor. There are basically two ways to go about involving a general contractor. The first is more of a team-based approach, and then the second is more of a let's finish the design, finish the drawings, and then go, back, go out and get three competitive bids. There's pros and cons to each, so I'd like to go over those with you today. First off, the team approach. In the team approach, I like to have clients interview several contractors right after the schematic design phase. If you're not sure what the schematic design phase is, go back and watch the previous video where I run through the phases of a construction project. And essentially what you want to do when you're talking to these contractors is you want to figure out who you think is the best that you can work with. It's even better if you can go and see some of the work that they've done. And what you want to do is you want to narrow it down to one contractor and bring that contractor in as part of the team. And you want to do this right after schematic design when you've narrowed down to one design option, but it's still before the point where you've made all the, de the decisions on the type of structure and systems and equipment that you're going to be using in your new home. And so by bringing in the contractor early, you can get their input. They can provide that added level of professional advice about systems and equipment that work versus systems and equipment that don't work. And this, is, this can be a conversation between yourself, your architect, your contractor, and any engineers that you have on board. Rather than a prescriptive method where you have one person, the architect, saying you're going to do X, Y, Z, and then the contractor coming in after the fact. It's so much better, so much easier to involve them as part of the team. And so you get that coordination of the materials and the system. You get that input. You can sit down there, you, your architect and yourself and your contractor can sit down with the plans that are still in progress and you can figure out where will my ductwork be run? Where will the water heater be placed? So on and so forth. The other benefit is you get updated pricing as things go along. First off, you'll get a budget price from the schematic plans, and then from there, the contractor will be able to update the budget as things get more refined. Rather than waiting to the end, getting three bids, and hoping that they come in for your budget. Another great point for the team approach is the, t is the understanding that the contractor will have of the design intent. Because they're involved in those early meetings with yourself and your architect, they will know why things were designed the way that they were rather than coming in at the end and making assumptions. Now, just keep in mind that you will most likely have to pay your contractor a pre-development fee, a pre-construction fee, but it's worth it. It is so worth it to have them as part of the team because in the end, your construction phase will go much smoother. There'll be less questions. There'll be less changes. There'll be less additional costs because everything's known up front. And, and, and like I said, everything just becomes so much easier, so much smoother. Now, the second way of approaching involving a contractor is waiting until the drawings are 100% finished, the construction drawings, and then issuing them to three or four contractors, 
getting the bids back, choosing the lowest one, maybe interviewing them, and then making your selection that way. And there are good points to this method, such as the comparison that you get from one contractor to the next. And that's something that you don't get in, in the first method where you just involve them as part of the team. You don't get that comparison. And I know that some people really rely on comparing two or three prices in order to assure themselves that they have a good price. But what it does is it sets up an adversarial relationship because the contractor wasn't involved in the decision making. They come into it from their own perspective. They come into it uh, with materials and equipment and systems that they like to use and that they like to implement. But now they're told, being told that they can't and they have to be and they have to do it this way, which is not a problem, right? Contractors can can certainly work that way, but it sets up this situation where if things on the drawings are not perfect and the contractor doesn't have that that full understanding of why things are being done and they've maybe even made uh, modifications to the equipment and systems uh, and the plans uh, when they put together their bid just to get their price down lower and now you're, they're being told that they can't use those, those systems or equipment it really sets up this situation where you could have disagreements, arguments, you could have, in the extreme cases, contractors walking off of a project. And it's just, it's sort of the old school method of doing things, but it's not the best way to do things. A good example of where you might have some misunderstandings between the drawings and what your contractor is building is in the building envelope. Now, there's been such great strides made in the building science industries, and many, many great contractors are really keeping up with the advancement of the building science and the understanding of how to properly construct an envelope that's durable, that will last 50 or 100 years, and that will keep your, your, your house and your family healthy. A lot of contractors are doing a great job of that. A lot of architects are doing a great job of that. But there are those out there who are not. And if you're going and getting three bids from three different contractors, and one of those contractors is the type that they don't fully embrace building sciences, or they don't fully embrace these newer methods of building a, 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 an envelope, they might not even fully understand or even look at the drawings and they'll just assume, oh yeah, it's, it's vinyl siding over Tyvek over plywood with two by six studs and insulation and that's what they price. But what you've really designed is a rain screen system over a weather barrier uh, which has uh, different components in it that they're not used to using. And now when you get to build the, go, go to get to build that, the contractor's expecting one thing, or they've priced one thing, and you and your architect are expecting something different. So you have that opportunity in the three bid, lowest bid system, there you have that opportunity for cost increases as the project moves forward. And you also have the opportunity for disagreements and, and not pleasant situations. So if I can leave you with just one piece of advice, 
The lowest bid is not always the best bid. Find someone that does quality work and find someone that you can work with. Spend a, spending time with the people that you are going to be involving in the design and construction of your house will pay off down the road. up another episode of the home design academy podcast i hope that you learned something and enjoyed yourself along the way please make sure to subscribe and leave a review on your podcast player of choice visit my website n3architecture.com for more information and go to the resource section of the website where you can find the book that i wrote the homeowner's guide to residential design and construction as well as some other information that will prepare you for your custom home project Feel free to email me any of your questions to chris at n3architecture.com. Contact me on Instagram. Even if you just want to say hi, just search for n3architecture. You can find me there. Also, I've started a YouTube channel. So go to YouTube, search for n3architecture, follow the YouTube channel. There's some exciting things going on there. Thank you, and I will see you in the next episode.